0: Hey, everyone. This is Achutabava from Nightlight Astrology, and today we are going to take a look at Mercury's square to Mars. Now, Mercury's in the sign of Leo, making a square to Mars in the sign of Taurus. Um, I think this is a transit a lot of people are going to get grabbed by. We started off the week talking about the upcoming Mars-Uranus conjunction. We're going to continue by looking at uh, Mercury's square to Mars, uh, which is coming through today. So. Um, it's, yeah, it's uh, well worth looking at. I think we're going to probably have some grab stories as a result. Hopefully, they'll be good ones. Anyway, before we dive in, don't forget to like and subscribe. Share your comments. Helps the channel to grow. Uh, click the notification bell. You can see when I go live or um, doing a new talk. Transcripts of my daily talks can always be found on the website, nightlightastrology.com, where you can check out all of my readings and offerings. If you have any questions, email info at nightlightastrology.com. Okay, so um, we are going to get into it now. Let's put the transit up on the screen. So it's July 26th, Mercury in Leo, square Mars in Taurus. Let's take a look at the real time clock. Here is the aspect perfecting. You can see Mercury in the sign of Leo making a square to Mars in the sign of Taurus. Now, Mars is going to go into the conjunction with Uranus by the end of the very beginning of August, end of July. Mercury is going to fly through that square to Uranus later in the week. So Mercury is is blowing up this week. There's a lot of intense Mercury-Mars, Mercury-Uranus dynamism. talking a little bit around the new moon about Mercury and Uranus. But um, yeah, for today, Mercury-Mars, I have top five themes to watch for. As always, I think you are going to be feeling this energy for the rest of this week, but especially today and tomorrow, you probably were even feeling it yesterday. Um, So let's get into it and talk about these top five themes to watch for. Um, I, I think, you know, a lot of these are pretty standard. If you study astrology or follow astrology, you should probably be able to anticipate most of these. But let's face it, one of the big things that comes with Mercury and Mars is verbal abuse. That is one of the worst. Now, I don't necessarily mean like a like something criminal, you know, or something that, uh, you know, it, it, it might look different for everyone. But um, certainly the you could say something that hurts someone. Let's just put it that way. You could say something that is hurtful. Uh, things will pop out of your mouth with Mercury square Mars that um, you didn't mean to say. You can, your words can hurt. However, what's really interesting about this transit is that Mercury Mars is can also be like uh, the surgeon that has to use the scalpel. You have to cut if you want to heal. Sometimes you have to cut things. Wounds have to be cut open. The body has to be cut open and you have to go into it and uh, and sometimes cut things before they can be healed or mend back together. So sometimes Mercury and Mars coming together in a square, squares of the nature of Mars, is all about saying the thing that is hard and difficult but will create healing even if in the moment it sort of hurts to say it. It's like, that hard truth you might have to communicate. I'm not talking about, you know, uh bullying in in and covering it up with the mantra of of like tough love, you know, something like that. Uh, there can be just plain old verbal abuse, you know, there can be just saying nasty things. But I would think one way of meditating on this transit today would be to consider: are these words that hurt or are these words that heal? Now, words that Hurt or words that heal are not always words that feel good or are easy to say to ourselves or to people we're close with, but they somehow might need to be said. Admitting something is hard. It might hurt someone, but it will provide healing. Um, Owning up to something or telling someone that something that they're doing isn't exactly what you like or doesn't make you feel good. Words that hurt, words that heal. So that's my number one is to watch for words and language, and are they being weaponized? Are you um, using them courageously? Uh, those that, and th- There might be real debate around those things for you or your relationships this week. Number two is executive thinking. Mercury and Mars are good at making big, hard, difficult decisions and just saying, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to go now and execute. I'm going to go do this. So executive thinking, executive judgment, executive, you know, being very discerning, critical analysis and making a decision and and, and acting on it. Uh, I think this is one of the more promising dimensions of the Mercury-Mars transit in general is the, uh, the idea that you can analyze something with objectivity, precision, and, um, and, and sort of like a, an assertiveness. It matters that I come to a conclusion so that something can be done. So watch for words that hurt, words that heal. Number one, and then number two, executive thinking. Um, this could also be like you know Mercury Mars is is you know telling someone you have to let them go, you know uh, letting letting somebody know that that uh, their service is no longer needed, or um, you know having a difficult conversation with someone where you know you feel like at any moment you might fly off the handle and and, and shout or something. But nonetheless, you have to hold the tension of being critical, but kind, uh, critical, but intelligent, strategic. Um, You know, so Mercury, Mars, I could also imagine is like someone is potentially going to uh, some some drunk person at a bar is potentially going to become belligerent and go after your friend. And you have to say something in the moment. That's like witty and smart and sort of diverts their attention from beating up your friend, (laughs) you know So mercury mars could also be about like thinking on your feet And um, and things like that, which i'll get to in a minute I actually have one that's sort of about that number three would be the development of a skill or skills or confidence mercury mars is It's amazing how people will say i'm going to study and develop this new skill when mercury and mars get together or they'll say, um I want to develop confidence or greater aptitude, uh, you know, something like that. So watch for this week to be about the development of verbal or mental or intellectual skills, getting better at a craft. It could be that you're learning how to ride a bike or a motorcycle. It could be that you're, um, you know, you're, you're learning how to use tools for the first time or something like that. But anytime Mercury and Mars get together, the idea of ingenuity of the development of skills and resources, and with that also confidence and aptitude. Um, those are some of the significations I would watch for this week as well. Now, number four, I was pointing to earlier, which is fast thinking. Mercury and Mars. You would you would you'd be surprised at how many people have Mercury and Mars configurations who speak very quickly, who can process information rapidly, or who have. Um, Uh, an unusual ability to come up with quick solutions or results or people who are really good, for example, at searching for something and finding the information they need on Google. Um, So when it comes to innovation, fast, rapid, quick processing of data, um, fresh ideas, um, ingenuity, inventiveness, resourceful, strategic, quick acting, um, quick to react in an effective and intelligent manner, those are all Mercury-Mars pairings that are more um, positive. On the opposite side of things, fast thinking can also be impulsive or rash decision making that's rooted in anger or frustration, or in the case of um, the verbal component we were talking about earlier, might come up, come out as um, you know, lashing out at somebody. So fast thinking, fresh ideas, fast thinking, maybe impulse control as an issue. Um, and number five is going to be control versus adaptation. You know, these are both Mercury and Mars are both in fixed signs, Leo solid sign, Taurus solid sign. They're both on the light half of the young half of the year. So you get Mercury and Mars in those signs, and you're thinking a lot about pride, ego, control, stability, maintenance, security as presiding uh, concerns or, um, topics of interest to these two planets. Uh, and, and so with that could come a real stubbornness and a tendency toward wanting to control people, especially through rigid, fast, domineering words or thinking or thought or judgments. Um, you could also see that executive thinking coming across as needing to be in control of everyone or everything. So I'd be a little bit careful about that. Um, and then you also have the idea of Mercury and Mars as able to quickly adapt. Although they're in fixed signs, Mercury and Mars are both fast and Mercury especially is very adaptable. So you wonder also about something threatening ego, pride, stability, or security, and the ability to quickly adapt and respond. Now the worst case scenario would be um, quickly adapting or responding in the grocery line because someone pisses you off and then you suddenly find yourself in a battle of, of wills or words or something like that. Or, you know, you get in an altercation with someone because you're quickly triggered and you're feeling like you need to defend your pride or your ego or your control of the situation. So I'd be a little bit careful about that, but also adaptation with this is real. Like you, it, you should also be able to move from, you know, pride and security and in one way or thinking or doing things and, and finding some degree of pride and stability from that to, um you know, uh, suddenly, feeling like um, oh, I can adapt in this situation. I can be flexible and change the way I'm thinking or acting or speaking, or um, you know, change the approach. Um, and so, I think that's the that's the upside of this is that Mercury Mars is very flexible and uh, curious and adaptable. Um, so there might be, but there might be some tension between control versus adaptation this week. Those are some of the big themes that I'm seeing. I thought it was important to. Um, do a video today to talk about them. Again, the transit is today, July 26th. Um, but you should be feeling it as the week goes on. Uh, and um, you know, and as the week goes on, if you notice it, I would love it if you would um share a story. So if you want to share a story, use the hashtag grabbed or send us an email, grabbed at nightlightastrology.com if you don't want to share your story in the comments section. The ancient name for the planets was Grahas. So we get seized or grabbed by the planets from time to time. And we learn a lot if we share our stories and reflect upon them. I know people love that series. So feel free to email uh, stories or share them in the comment section with the hashtag grabbed. If you have a story Um, and try not to mention like all of the particulars of your chart, just say hashtag grabbed, you know, Mercury, Mars, and then tell the story, the actual event. Um, that will be most effective in terms of retelling it for the audience later. But anyway, um, don't forget today to like and subscribe. Share your comments in the comment section. Click the notification bell for updates. You can find a transcript of my daily talks on my website, everydaynightlightastrology.com. Um, also, uh, you can check out my readings and courses there. Uh, we will soon be getting, probably in the month of August, it's looking like now, we will be getting up um, the planet and plant classes that will be starting in the new year and have like a pre-sale for those. If you want to join Ashley and I in studying the planets and uh, working with uh, plant allies month by month in 2023. So that'll be coming up soon as well. Anyway, I hope you guys are having a great day today. We'll be looking at the new moon this week at the astrology of August to come. So lots of good stuff. Hope you're doing well and we'll see you again tomorrow.